listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to our weekly Alive Again show on Pet Life Radio. Who in the world is this woman talking to us? Well, my name is Brent Atwater, and my co-host over there is... And this is Meg. Hi, everybody. She's the one with the good voice. I'm the one with the Southern attitude. So here's how we do this. Um, First of all, we have to read my propers. And here's how they go. This radio show is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for veterinary diagnosis or treatment. I am not a medical doctor nor associated with any branch of allopathic or veterinary medicine. Always consult a physician, a trained healthcare professional, and a veterinarian concerning any advice, diagnosis, or treatment for your medical conditions. And with traditional veterinary medicine, since there are no guarantees, so the science of medical intuition has no guarantees. Now, what are we going to do today? This is going to be something fun. Meg has gotten a collection out of our big old fishbowl, and we want to thank everybody out there who's taken the time to listen. We really, really, really appreciate you sending us your emails. And for your emails, here's what you need. Brent at PetLifeRadio.com or Meg at PetLifeRadio.com. And what you do is be sure, please, to send a photo because it allows me to look inside your dog's energy or cat or bird or horse a lot better. And if you'll tell us where the email is from, we really have fun doing that to see how our podcast and archives, because yes, you can get those on iTunes for this show, are diverted to all over the world. We suggest that you listen to us while you're doing the treadmill because it's a lot fun to listen to these things about when you're going to rejuvenate and come back. We're going to honor today all of you who have sent in emails to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. We're going to do a combination, as those of our faithful listeners know. We have two segments of this show. The first segment usually is Animal Reincarnation, where I look at the animal's life force energy and track it through death and into the future. Then our second half is we do animal health readings. And those health readings, I look inside the body and determine what else health issues Muffy Buffy or Fluffy has. So in just a minute, after a break from our sponsor, we're going to have Meg read off the first questions, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the other side. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco to get these awesome deals go to petcodeals.com that's petcodeals.com petco where the pets go 
Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. To order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, just like you're hoping your animal will be. Now, we're going to let Meg start off with her questions first, and who's the first email that you're pulling out of that great big old bowl over there? Well, Brent, we have an email from Marie in France. Yo, and- go. I got an insert here. Don't think that just because you're listening to this from Vas or Istanbul that you can't find our books. Our books are in all ebook formats all over the world. You can find us on Kindle in Italy, Japan, France, Germany, and uh, Canada. We're on Kobo Books. We're on Barnes and Nobles. So all of our ebooks about animal reincarnation, the animal reincarnation guide that answers all your questions. I'm Home, A Dog's Never-Ending Love Story, and I'm Home, A Cat's Never-Ending Love Story are on all the major worldwide international ebook retailers. In addition to, while you're listening to the podcast of Pet Life Radio, just click on over to the iBooks, and you can get our books on iBooks. So we're real compatible as you're listening on your iPod. You can be reading us on your iBooks. So, Med, bring on that question from France. And I just want to add one more thing. That right for the people who, who still want to have the feel of a book in their hands, go to www.justplainlovebooks.com and you can order the book of your choice for yourself because, you know, Brent has 12 books out there. So I think you're going to find something that is going to be really speaks to you. The first email that we do have is from Marie in France. She has a great question, Brent. She's okay. asked. Does anything ever go wrong when a pet is reincarnating back? Whoa, yes, it does. How about that? Now, that's the good question, and here's the downside of it. What can go wrong when a pet uh, reincarnates back? Well, number one, it can choose an entry time that's not conducive to a healthy body. And here's an example. A lot of times, a pet owner will want to have their animal back like right now, right this very instant, right now. And by wishing that animal back immediately, the pet spirit on the other side tries desperately to comply with that contract agreement and tries to return to the pet owner earlier than in perfect timing. And we have found that a lot of times, if that's the case, the animal will come back into a body and have 
unhealthy consequences if it tries to come back as a kitten or a puppy or a foal or something like that. It will die young because the body is imperfect. So my question, my question back to you, Marie, is do you really trust in perfect timing? And that is the most important thing is nothing really can go wrong if you trust in perfect timing because the universe orchestrates the reconnection, the recognition, and the reuniting in a very perfect way. And you won't miss your animal. That's one of our greatest questions on, am I going to miss him? No, you won't. And if you'd like to be able to be familiar with your animal's energy, in our Animal Reincarnation Guidebook, we have a whole section on how to feel your animal when they're on the other side, how to touch their energy, how to talk to their energy, and how to connect with their energy while they're on the other side of the veils. And we find that by using those exercises, a person is not as uptight about an animal reincarnating back to them. So, Marie, if you will try those exercises, I believe that you'll be less uptight about anything going wrong with your animal reincarnating back to you because just remember, death is the first step in reincarnation and perfect timing is the second step. Just allow it. Like I had to wait two and a half years for my dog to come back on the fifth time. That's friend, the dog with the bee on the bottom. But perfect timing is always just that perfect timing. And I know when your heart is gutted from losing your pet, it just eats you up and consumes you. But celebrate where they have been and where they are in your heart because love is never ending. And therefore, perfect timing will kick in and then nothing will go wrong with the pet reincarnating and coming back. Okay, Meg, got any other questions? Yes, we do. We have another great question from Gretchen in Germany. Uh-oh. She wants to know, how do dogs and cats know what bodies they have to choose from if they're coming back? Well, that's an interesting question. And again, what she's saying is, does a cat or a dog, a horse, bird, fish, reptile, right. or whatever, actually know what body to choose from when they're coming back? I believe the answer is yes, because in my research over the past 16 years plus of animal reincarnation, we have found that your pet, who knows you best of all, will reincarnate to the animal that is most appropriate for the stage of life through which they're going to accompany you, okay? And now, what do I mean by that? All right, you may have had a little tiger kitty at age two, but at age seven, you get a boxer, And at age 18, that boxer transmigrates. That's another form of animal reincarnation where they transmigrate to a horse. So we believe that the soul, which is the life force energy of the animal, chooses the exact body to make the connection with you in the appropriate timing. In other words, they're not going to come back as a horse when you're living in an apartment on Fifth Avenue. They may come back as a cute little Westie or a teacup poodle, or a little kitten, but um, they won't be a horse until you marry somebody and move to Montana and have that fabulous ranch. So yes, they do choose, so it is the most appropriate body to fit their journey with you in the time that they made the contract to come back to you. How does that sound? You know, I think that reminds me of another caller that we had had, or another email, where a woman had lost a, I believe it was a dog, And then later you had done a reading and you found that the animal was going to return back to her many years into her future when she was quite older. The animal was going to come back as a cat because at that point in her life, that would be her best companion. 
Right. So it could sit in her lap in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then we had another lady who had a wonderful bird, a cockatiel, that was electrocuted and is now coming back to her as a cat because she's in a smaller confines and in her new apartment they can't have birds. So I thought that was, yes, so they do choose what is the most appropriate body for this incarnation with you. Okay, Meg, what else you got over there? Goodness, and well, we also have each time. Now, this is from Akira in Japan. Which reminds me, folks, I do want to let this little bit of knowledge out. We are negotiating right now with all of our books being translated into Japanese for the Pet Reincarnation series. So that will be coming up in the fall if we get all the negotiation right. And uh, we're really excited about that. So go ahead. Each time, this is from Akira in Japan, each time an animal comes back to us, do we become more sensitive to recognizing them for the next time? Yes. The reason you become more sensitive, and again, this is explained in the Animal Reincarnation Guidebook, is because an animal is part of the fabric of your soul. And since they are interwoven with your soul, the electromagnetics of your vibrational frequency of your body and the electromagnetics of the frequency of their body is more meshed. And there are ways in the book that teach you how to feel their energy so that as each incarnation they come back to you, you are more sensitive. It's just sort of like, here we go. Let's say you're standing in Penn Station in New York and the first time a train goes by, you go, whoa, what's that? And the more you're used to going to Penn Station, you can say, oh, that's the 545 going to Brooklyn. Or you can say that's a 727 going out to Greenwich. So every time that vibrational frequency comes into your being, then at that point, you will become more sensitive. And rather than saying sensitive, not in a way that's uncomfortable, you will become more aware of it. And if you use the examples and the exercises in the Animal Reincarnation Guide, you can just sort of jumpstart through the incarnations and it will make you the most aware you can be The exercises will teach you how to be the most aware you can be in each incarnation. I want to add something. You know, we've had some of these discussions, and especially on our Facebook pages, Animal Life Beyond Death, uh, for people who want to check us out on there. We have some lively discussions, and quite a few people over and over again tell us of how when they are meeting their quote-unquote new pet, how many similarities that they're able to recognize and how no one in the world can tell them that this is not their pet because they know. And that's because they're an integral part of the interwoven tapestry of the two electromagnetic energies connected by love. It's just Mm -hmm. you feel it in your soul. So it's just sort of a done deal and a given. Now what we're going to do is take a little break here and come back and talk about Hugo. Thanks so very much. We'll see you on the other side of the sponsors. We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. Smart. Be better together. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. 
Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're alive again. That could be good and that could be bad, but we're back either way. Now, my name is Brent Atwater and co-host is Miss Meg over there. Hello. Hello. Hi, Are everybody. You- this is Meg Martin. Are you back from the break? Oh, I'm back. I'm, I'm all set here. I have uh, my glass of ice water, so I'm set and I'm kicking it. All right. Well, Meg um, does pet loss counseling, and uh, she's an intuitive counselor for about 20 years, so she can help you and anybody who wants to send her. Meg, if you'll give me your email address. We'll be happy to answer your questions. Just send them to Meg at PetLifeRadio.com. And for me, it's Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. And for those of you who are joining in and going, oh, no, or just seriously now going, I really have to listen to this podcast to see what they're saying. My name is Brent Atwater. I'm a medical intuitive, and I can look inside a body and see bones, tissue, nerves, and things of that nature, and also life force energy. And we track that life force energy right from death on into the future so we can see what Fluffy, Buffy, and Muffy will look like if they're going to show up. So we're going to answer one more question on animal reincarnation. Today, we're honoring all of you who have sent in your wonderful emails. And I do ask you this. Please send in your email to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. Please send us a photograph and where you're sending your email from. Now, to be fair, we put these all in a great big old jar. We draw them out and then we read them on our shows. Please also send your phone number. So in case we'd like to talk to you in a future show, we'll be able to call you and ask when you'd like to come on. Meg, do you got any more questions over there for us? We do. We have a wonderful question from Antonio in Italy. Okay. And he wants to know, who makes the decision that the animal comes back, Brent? Is it God? Antonio, thank you so much for your question. The decision to come back is a contract agreement between the two souls. Although I believe that God slash the universe has perfect timing, the decision to come back is the contract. And the contract is with the soul. And it's contract to contract. Now, what does that mean? It's individualized. 
your dog comes back as a cat or a bird or whatever to your soul because it's a contract between that life force energy and your life force energy. As an example, we had a client that said, oh, I just love my boyfriend's dog. Can he come back to me? Well, the answer is no, because the boyfriend's dog has a reincarnation contract with the boyfriend. So the girlfriend's going to have to get a reincarnation contract with a pet of her own. So it's not about crossing over. So who decides are the two life souls that are involved? Did I make that clear? I think so. I just want to ask you one other question now. These contracts are made before we come to Earth. Is that correct? Yes. It's when you're sitting up in the clouds going, oh, let's go down to the Earth school and decide what we're going to do. And you go, well, I tell you what, I'm going to come down as an ostrich in this uh, incarnation and I'll meet you when you're... uh, uh, <laughs> let's see. Who are those people that run around on the Australian plains? I'm not sure, but but what you're saying is that when you have Aborigine. a soul contract, yeah, the <laughs> ostrich and the Aborigine. There we go. When yeah. they have a soul contract, that contract mm-hmm. comes to fruition in God's perfect timing. That's right. And from what we've learned today, from and from what I've learned, is that we can encourage reincarnation by not holding on to negative thoughts or, or selfish thoughts of, I want it, I want it now. That actually detracts from the animal coming back, right? Right, right. So, when we keep our heart open and we practice gratitude and appreciation for the lessons that our pet has given us, we're actually encouraging, if the animal is going to come back, we're actually encouraging that process and we're adding to our own healing process as well. Correct. So, that's a good point. And speaking of healing process, we want to help a lady that sent in a lovely letter. Natalie, you said your dog died suddenly. And let me look at this. And the reason, folks, I'm asking about this, you should see Hugo's picture. Such a face on this dog. Natalie writes, our dog Hugo died suddenly without any illness signs. It was devastating for us. He's part of the family. Can you tell us anything about his soul, why he died, or anything like that? So, for you who are new to this, I'm going to look inside his energy field. Let me go in and get a picture of him, and I have to stare at him, and you're not supposed to... How do I say this? You're not supposed to have dead air, but I do have to have some dead air because I have to listen to my guides on here. And there's Natalie's dog. What I do is first I ask the dog, Hugo, may I have permission to enter your energy field? And then the dog or cat or horse or whatever, hopefully says yes. Now, at one point in time, I did have a cat named Nikki that went, I don't think so. You need to stay out of my energy field. And I said, hey, son, if you want to get well, you need to let me in your energy field. So after about a two and a half hour negotiation, um, he decided to let me in his energy field. And for those of you who are energy practitioners out there, animal communicators or whatever, make sure that you get permission to enter the animal's energy field because that will give you the clearest and best read. And for those of you who want to learn these techniques of how to see inside a body and how to track reincarnation, um, if you want to do it in humans, I have Medical Intuition, How to See Inside a Body. It's a book that's out now. And in the spring, we're going to have How to See Inside an Animal's Body. It's called Animal Medical Intuition. And this book will teach you how to look inside an animal like I'm getting ready to do with Hugo and to see what the disorders are and the health issues are, and then to track them to see if they're going to reincarnate. So, Hugo has given me permission to look inside his body, and I have to close my eyes so I can see him because I see him in my mind's eye. 
and I'm now going into his by all. And Natalie, for you to know, he died of a heart attack. His uh, heart had an erratic heartbeat and um, up near the aortic valve, and it didn't jump start again. So he didn't recover from the lack of the electromagnetic activity around the top of his heart on the left-hand side where the aortic valve comes in is a very uh, darkened area, which shows me no electromagnetic activity. And so what caused him to die, and he did so peacefully, is that he had several erratic heartbeats and there wasn't enough electromagnetic energy in his heart to, you know how they put paddles on a person and jumpstart them back? Well, he didn't inside his own body have enough electromagnetics to jumpstart that heart back into a regular rhythm and that's what he died of. It was very peaceful and it was okay. Um, Now, let's see. For those of you who want to know, is he going to reincarnate? Um, What I do now is I'll go to his life force energy because life force energy is after a pet dies, obviously they transition to life force energy. And so let's see if I can find that. Mm. Yes. And life force energy is like a pale, uh, dull purple with a gold glow on the outside. And to track it into the future, you ask it okay how are you going to reincarnate and if you are show me because that way if the animals go reincarnate their energy goes into the future into a future vibrational range and then once you pick up that energy there then you look at it and say show me what you look like and the energy will reform into a physical body and then i'm able to describe to the person with the reincarnated animal what the new animal is going to look like so let's see if you guys going to do that for me um, Natalie, I don't think Hugo's going to reincarnate because what I see here is um, the, his energy is assembling. He's very happy. And I think that he's that was his incarnation with you in this incarnation. Now, what I do hear in my head, my guides are saying that um, he'll have another incarnation with you three incarnations from now. And for those of you who don't know what I mean when I say that, inside my head, when I ask about Hugo, information downloads, and in that download, I hear that Hugo will be back three lifetimes from now, but he won't come back in this incarnation because he's not supposed to. Um, yep. So I don't see Hugo, and he's fine. He's absolutely fine. Now I'm going to ask, do I have any messages from him, or do I hear anything? And what I do is I read the messages from his energy. Um, I don't telepathically have a conversation with him. I read the energy download that he gives me. Let's see if I get anything. Um, What I see is when I, I look at his energy, I see him lying on his right side and he says that every night he will be sleeping beside you. And the way it looks like is as if, as if he's sleeping at the side of your bed. So if you feel something tingly, and for those of you who go, well, I want him reincarnated. In the Animal Reincarnation Guide, there are exercises that teach you how to feel energy. And just because an animal doesn't reincarnate doesn't mean his energy is not there with you. And what Hugo is showing me is that every night, Natalie, when you go to sleep, that he's going to be lying down beside you and um, you'll be able to feel his energy by using those exercises. So he will always be there with you. Um, I'm hearing for the next, 
year and a half. And then after that, so that he'll help you transition. And after a year and a half, then he's going to go on about his duties on the other side. So I hope that answers you. We'll be sending you an email to let you know that yours was one of the emails chosen. And for any of you who'd like to send in your questions, email your questions to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. And we will try to, if they come, if they're picked from our fishbowl, then we'll be glad to answer them for you. Now, remember, we have a lot of people who just want, I want my question answered now. Well, that's not being fair to everybody. So what we do is we put them all in a big old bin and um, thank you for the many, 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 many volumes of emails that we get and the questions that we get. And we just pull them out of that bin so that it's fair to everybody. So if we've missed yours, we're going to have other shows where we have honoring our listeners and our readers and emails. So just listen to those shows. We'll specify them in the show titles that we're honoring the emails and that will you'll know at that point in time that our shows are strictly email question shows now we have another one here from Edie and Edie is writing us from um is it what is it Minnesota I believe it is okay and do you have that email I do she writes to us that she recently had to put her dear little Max to sleep and he was only seven months old He reminded her of her cat, Slick, that had crossed over at 19 years old last February. And she goes on to describe that little Max was bleeding and was in pain. And the vet told her that his blood wasn't clotting and it was actually going into her lungs. At this point, she had only had him for about three months and she misses him so much. She's been beating herself up whether or not she did the right thing. She didn't want him to be in pain, but she didn't want to lose him. It was a learning lesson for her, and it was the most difficult decision she ever had to make. Right now, in her heart, she wants to know if he's okay and if he's going to come back to her. Okay, well, first, Meg, you want to address the, tell her ways that she might can ease the pain on that? Yes, Brent. First of all, I want to say I'm so very sorry. You obviously had a very special connection with that little guy. And in a minute, Brent is going to read Max's energy for you regarding the reincarnation. But one thing I I do want to mention to you is that everything is energy. Every thought we have or intention we hold is energy. So when we're in grief and guilt, these types of energies, although they're very natural and very normal to have, when we hold on to them, they're actually very heavy and they're negative. And they block the reincarnation process, which is the very thing that most of the listeners and the writers to our show really want to know about. So it's as important to focus and to substitute any pictures that you have in your mind of little Max's last moments that are not pleasant, that are unhappy physical moments. Make a choice at that second to choose to replace that picture with a happy memory, a joyful memory. And I do also want to mention that healing is it sometimes work and we have to sit down and perhaps make a list think about some of the things the gifts that he gave to you some of the things that the lessons that you've learned because what you're searching for in your grief process is for balance so that as you make a habit of replacing those happy memories your feelings of grief are going to be less and less and this is going to take time and Brent you want to tell us about the reincarnation process yeah and then one thing i want to say too Mm -hmm. is this is really important and i think it's the eighth segment or there was a segment that mark just put up 
And Mark is our wonderful producer. He makes us sound good, folks. So we want to say yay to all of the Pet Life Radio staff for allowing us to have a live again on our on their network. We are very proud to be a member of their network. And we hope that you will continue to listen to us on their podcast or our archives. But I believe it was episode seven or eight. So go look at the archives or podcast where we had a girl named Karen who shared her story, Edie, about she actually ran over her own dog. And uh, Meg addressed a lot of the guilt issues there. So if you're wondering, did you do the right thing? If you want to hear more ways to help resolve your guilt issues, it's on a prior show, and I think it's either seventh or eighth episode. I think it is seventh. Yeah, it's, I think you're it's right. It's just right. really powerful. So get your Kleenex and get ready for it. And uh, but Karen was very brave to share that with us, and I think you will have a lot of insight and gain a lot of information from that show. Now let's see here. You said first of all, was he in any pain, and did you make the right decision? Here is the most important thing to know about death. Everything surrounding the death of an animal is pre-chosen before you experience it together. It's part of your incarnation contract. So do not feel guilty about anything you've done because everything is a learning lesson. All right. So there will be no And I know because I had to put my dog to sleep at one point in time because she wouldn't allow me to cross her over. And I walked around for two weeks going, I kill my dog, I kill my dog, I kill my dog. I just couldn't get through the human part of it. And here I am teaching, you know, animal reincarnation and be positive. Well, let me tell you something. You're allowed to have human moments because I have them too. And I'm teaching this stuff. So really, it's important that you embrace the fact of what you've learned throughout that process. You embrace the happiness that you have, but give up the guilt because everything is exactly as it's supposed to be. So Max and you had contracted beforehand that he was going to stay for a short time and there wasn't going to be any, you know, long life expectancy here. Now you say, although he reminded of your cat Slick, I don't believe he's your cat because I see two different energies here. Um, When I get quiet all of a sudden, for those of you who are new to this show, um, that is me listening to my guides on the other side because they're downloading information at that time. And it's sort of hard to talk in a southern accent, sound nice on the radio, and listen to a bunch of guides in your head at the same time. (laughs) So uh, that's why I eat a lot of chocolate. So that's what I'm trying to do. But as far as being a difficult decision... I feel you made the right decision. There's a part of me that would have let it gone on as long as I could allow him to be on earth. But there's another part of me that because of the severity of his internal bleeding, I believe he had something like hemophilia, which is indigenous to human beings. But I think his blood disorder was um, permanent. And I think that you really allowed him to with grace and dignity. Now, as far as being okay, he is. Let me tap into his energy and let's see if he's going to come back. Um, oh, goodness, yes. Okay, light little ball. Now, you're going, how do you know, Brent? Because when I say, Max, may I see your energy? All of a sudden, there's this little purple and gold ball that's very vibrant. And I say, show me what you're going to be. And it jumps over in my head. There's a line of death. And that is a very dark area. And it jumps over the line of death. And that little ball of energy is moving forward. So let's see what we're going to do. And I don't know what Max looked like because you didn't send me a picture. 
But Max is going to come back as a medium-sized dog that's going to be, oh, yeah, is going to have curly hair. Do you know what, like, an unclipped poodle looks like? Now, he's not a poodle, but it's like an unclipped, wavy-haired little no more than 26-pound dog and full of himself. Oh, yes. Oh, goodness. wow. And to see, Bichons have short hair, don't they? But they're straight, right? Yes, they do. Okay, yeah. well, this dog has, they're like, wavy. curly hair. This is not, like curly like a poodle and it's not wavy like a bichon he's sort of in between i think it's going to be more of a mutt variety but he's going to be cream colored and white going to have little floppy ears dangly ears you know like hang down ears sort of cocker spaniel type ears this is going to be a character this is good news for you Edie. um he's going to be let's see here he's going to have a cowlick in the middle of his little chest so he'll have like a starburst of this little cowlick hair in the middle of his chest and, oh, yeah, cold chills all over me. Chills are God bumps, folks. That means that's confirmation. And this time he's going to be with you. I'm here in between 15 and a half and 17 years. Oh, that's great. So uh, let's see here. Chills all over me. That means definitely. Hold on. Let's see when he's coming back. Oh, you're going to love this one. He's taking a sweet time. He's saying between two to five years. And I'm going, why so long? He said, because I choose. Now, it seems like, Edie, there's something else going on in your life right now. And he's going to come in when he's not going to be a burden to you. And I have no idea what that means. But um, you're having some life issues that that you need to be focusing on. And so he's going to wait till you get on the outside of those. So my suggestion is, if you can, to, as they say, get yourself together and your life together so he won't have to come back half-baked because I always tease people and say, if you're half-baked, you get a half-baked response because energy draws like energy. They're over there in the studio going, wind it down, wind it down. So I guess we have to wind it down today. But we want to thank each of you who have written Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. And for those of you who are going through the grief process, be sure to write Meg at at PetLifeRadio.com. And uh, you can find us both on our website, www.brentatwater.com, or you can find our books at Meg. You can find our books at any Kindle or Nook or on iTunes, and you can always go to www.justplainlovebooks.com. Now, we like that name, Just Plain Love, and that's what our books are trying to do. They're trying to be Just Plain Love to help inspire you to heal, have a better life, and to cause you to come away with new thoughts, expanded awareness, and a little more happiness in your heart. That's why I named them Just Plain Love. So we invite you to come back for our little weekly escapade of Alive Again, where we look inside animals' bodies and determine their health issues, or we track their life force energy into the future and see if they're going to reincarnate. We want to thank everybody at Pet Life Radio who allows us to be on their network, and we're a proud part of that network. And please join us again next week. Bye-bye, Meg. Bye, Brent. Bye, and everybody. We'll, we'll see look you soon. forward to seeing all of you. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.